This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15 this morning. You can follow the show on Twitter. Yes, at Frank on the radio. Or you can email the show, you traditionalists, <laughs> via the Absolute Radio website. Why not write us a letter? People do. Oh, that's a snail lovely mail. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Spray some perfume mail. on it. Oh, is yeah. that a thing? Well, that's what they used to do. Oh, I've never heard of that. As I a dated thing. a man once. Thank you very much. Yeah. I dated a man <laughs> once and he was at boarding school and uh, he doused it in aftershave. Is he really? But what about the letter? He's back. He's back. He's hit the ground running, hasn't he? Oh, very pleased. So, um, in uh, in in the history of the show, there are many things that have been discussed. Um, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Last night was Comet Relief. Congratulations to them for raising lots of money for people who um, need lots of money uh, be, um, for various reasons. But one thing that I did notice was uh, one thing that's become a byword on this show for comic desperation <laughs> is when me and um, Greg Davis kissed <laughs> once on an episode of... Um, Let's dance for comic relief. Yes. Yes. You I've were been, on the judging panel, weren't you? I've been dragged over the Sheryls for that over the years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, and last night, um, Greg must have had another uh, falling moment in his, in his inner being. He returned. And he snogged um, Sheeran, Ed Sheeran. He did, he did. Are you feeling uh, a bit gel? The ginger magician, as he's, as he's now. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, but did I tell you? I saw I saw Ed Sheeran live. Let me tell you that. Well, who told him that? What the ladies? I saw him. I saw him at the Brits and thought, you know, he's actually he's, he's really good, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, he's so nice, uh, really. I got the I got the album up on uh, Apple Music. Yeah, um, I'd start, listen. Started first song, did a bit of rapping. I thought that'll do me. It's <laughs> the end of my Ed Sheeran romance. <laughs> Not the end of Greg Davis's apparently. No. No. So uh, kissed him. I know what that kiss feels like. It's uh, how was it? I felt a bit watching it, you know, oh. as, uh, considering it used to be me. Mm-hmm. I felt a bit Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Well, oh, you and she may win the long game. You never know. But it was funny that it's become a byword for co- comic desperation, and, and there it was. Comic desperation, of course, my favourite font. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anyone who gets that, congratulations. On this lovely Saturday morning. So You've got anyway, an itchy armpit there. You all right? I have got a. It's not quite the armpit. I've got an itchy um, outer tendon. <laughs> well, you know what? He was getting uncomfortable in the way you do when you see an ex with someone else for oh, the first time. It yeah. And it was uh, Sharon and Davis. And the fact that they were flaunting it. I mean, you've got feelings. On the same show as well, pretty much. I have got feelings by um, Julio Iglesias. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the best versions. Who had the hit with feelings? Was it Julio? It wasn't Julio. Uh, I think it might you know, have been Julio. Yes. Feeling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's great. But somebody it's a good thought, what do people though. write songs about? Feelings, I suppose. <laughs> Why not just cover the whole thing? Why not have a broader concept? So not saying you broke my heart. Oh, Susan, you've hurt me. Let's just talk about feelings in the abstract. Great all, idea. All of them. I don't know why people bothered writing <laughs> songs after that. I thought, well, that's feelings covered. <laughs> what are we going to write about now? Indifference. <laughs> <laughs> Very cold indifference. I'm not really bothered. 
Who cares? <laughs> I like it, um, Steve. It's not going to sell, mate. <laughs> Little insight into the music a bit business. Negative, uh, Steve. I think. Yeah. So have you sent <laughs> Greg any slightly pass- passive-aggressive text? No. Oh, good. I, I love you're, Greg. You're being classy about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's part of the problem. You love him, and he's kissing other fellows <laughs> on the telly. That's, but you know, you love him. He's moved on, darling. You yeah. know, but soon now. I've, now I've lost a bit of weight. The weather's getting warm. I'll be able to wear a crop top and uh, and show Greg Davis what he's missing. <laughs> <laughs> As they always say in the tabloids. <laughs> oh, I love it when they show them what they're missing. <laughs> the thing is, the only thing you ever miss apparently for about people is like their legs and stuff. Yeah. What oh. about their inner world? Yeah. Hey, how do you show them when they're missing that? What about when you're missing just, you know, that bit of lipstick on the cop in the morning? Oh, yes. They don't understand. You know what they don't understand, the tabloids? Feelings. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't get the feeling. Don't worry, I'm going to do something now. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Nugget has been in touch. Jealous much, Frank? Oh, oh, he's picked up on your jealousy. Uh, I thought, yeah. Well, um, I tell you, what, I was, um, I was uh, thinking about Chuck Berry's um, classic track, "No Particular Place to Go." Mm. Uh, do you think that that sums up you, the joy of youth? Oh yeah. No particular place to go. Yeah. When's the last time you had no particular place to go? Oh, you know me. I'm always on point. I've, oh, I'm yeah. very much I've noticed that. Driven. <laughs> I so thought it was I. a circulation thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I've... I think once in my life have I done that thing that I've heard people say when I've gone for a drive. You know when people oh, say, oh, wow. so we just went out for a drive. What do you mean? Where to? No, we just went out for a drive. What? Yeah. Like, I never go out for a walk. Hmm. Don't Unless you? other people... I would never go on my own for a walk, would well, you? Uh, no, I mean, I'd always have a destination, well, whether, exactly whether that. that place be a coffee shop of some sort. Oh, I don't want to go to a coffee shop. <laughs> Men don't like meeting friends for coffees. Men, I don't like coffee. coffee. So what about do that? Do you meet friends for coffee? Yeah. I thought you went grappling. Well, I do that as well. But did you I go grappling this week, Al? Do you ever go for a drive, though, Al? Do you think I've never you know just what? gone for a I'll drive. Go for no. a drive. No, I've never gone for a drive. I did it. I, I, I think I'll tell you, on my 40th birthday, as it, be, as it got to about 10 to midnight, I thought I'd quite like to be in the car when I turned 40 to suggest that I'm still moving. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so I, I put on um, Quincy Jones Orchestra theme from Ironside <laughs> and just drove round and round for about 20 minutes. But it's weird. <laughs> I, I believe well, that Patrick Vieira used to do that. When he first went to Arsenal and didn't have many friends here, he just used to drive around a lot. I don't know if that was Patrick Vieira. Oh, was, was it someone, someone else? There was someone who used to do it. It yeah. was an Arsenal I think player, it was wasn't Carnu. it? Oh, was it? Okay. Um, I you can acknowledge that. I think it was, yeah. Um, but yes, it was Carnu. You're right. He just used to drive around. Yeah, so uh, I. Uh, Something very charming about Carnu. I liked him. Brilliant. that guy. But, but I. Um, when you get to a junction, yeah, I, there's too much choice. You know, normally you've got to go one way or the other at a junction because yeah. of the reasons of your destination. Yeah. Yeah. When you go for a drive, mm. I always go left. Do you? It's the you've easiest, only been on one drive. It's the easiest manoeuvre. <laughs> it is. 
It is. I always. I think what puts me off. Do you just end up back where you started, though, if you keep going left? How frustrating would it be to get a flat tyre when you're just going out for a drive? You're oh, not even going somewhere. Yeah. How long do be... you go for the drives for? Well, I've only ever done it once in my life. No, that was about do 20 you, minutes. Do you imagine when so, these people, let's say Carnu, is going for his drive? How long does he go for? I think he was a bit lonely when he first arrived. Oh, was so it? He okay. just drive, you know, just went for a drive like that. <laughs> what do you mean like that? You know, because yeah, there's just nothing else to do. An indeterminate <laughs> No particular place to go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'd be worried about parking because it's bad enough when you get back. You turn home. No, no, but when you get home, I can't always park oh, in my road. And imagine right. thinking, oh, I've moved the car now. I haven't even moved the car now. I've moved the car now. <laughs> <laughs> And um, that's what he used to think. I bet he think oh, I've moved the car. Now. Oh, that's a bit like my name. Ha <laughs> ha! That's cheered me up a bit in my bleak loneliness. I don't think his mind works quite like yours. In Frank. my desperate loneliness here in London, I have cheered myself up. Hurrah! And now I shall drive again aimlessly. Come back and see if another space has emerged. Oh, was this a good move? Must be some mistake. Carolyn in Newcastle is uh, is a fellow going for a drive person Brilliant. like yourself. Hi, I've Frank. done it once. Yeah, that makes you in the gang. Okay. Hi, Frank yeah. in the gang. With no particular place to go in the car, I had a moment when I followed <laughs> when I followed diversion signs just to see I where I was going. I followed diversity. <laughs> we were in a Luton van. <laughs> yeah, she's just like <laughs> <a> faces <laughs> at the window. That one, you know, the one with the glasses that they're really like the afro. The little oh, kid. he's my favourite. Being yeah. held up to look through the window. <laughs> um, I imagine him, I imagine they open the back doors of the van and he just wheezed straight out. They yeah. hold on to. Yeah, yeah. That seems I don't know if that's. I've got. I have no evidence obvious. for that. Um, uh, just to see where she was diverted to. I was sick of seeing diversion signs. It was my way of either getting a strange advantage over them or just maybe I was looking for Nirvana at the end of the signs. All I found was more road. Diversity, Nirvana, make your mind up, love. <laughs> yeah. But when you go out for a drive, I think the finding of more road yeah, yeah, is inevitable. You, you should be pleased by that. But that's, it's good. People do do it, obviously. Well, Felicity has got in touch to say one of my friends goes out just to get petrol. Why? <laughs> I get it when you're next driving somewhere and actually need petrol. Yeah. I, I'm with Felicity. I don't I, think I've ever gone out and thought, oh, I might go and get some petrol. You know what that is to me? A fair klaxon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was with oh. someone and they said, I'm just going out to uh, get some petrol. Absolutely. That's a fair klaxon. Yeah. Sorry if anyone's partner has just said they're going out to get petrol. <laughs> yeah. 8.27 on the on I, th- I think going to the toilet with your mobile phone is... Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a yellow card. Oh, 100%. For, for an affair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And sit-ups, of course. <laughs> in fact, suddenly losing weight in middle age. Oh, yeah. Mm. No, that's allowed. Yeah. Um, yes. So I what was... do you think about the petrol thing, Frank? Well, I've done that. What, gone oh. out just to get fuel? Yeah. I have do done you? That. Have you? Weirdo. The weird thing is I went, I went to uh, Leeds. <laughs> no, I went... No, I've done it um, because um, I was going to a football match uh, like yeah. the next day and I thought this will save me time 
on the journey. Yes. I love to set off to the Albion with a full tank now and get me there and back. Oh, Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the world is my, um, not so much an ice, more of a whelk as I'm going to the Albion. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of travel, I I was in um, the USA last week. Oh, yes. Get him. I told my son I was going to America. What did he say? He said, will you see a cactus? Great question. <laughs> it's a great question about, well, about America. Can that I just say, very apt to the part of the world you were going, about yeah. America you were going to. Well, yeah. Well, he's got he's got Wild West curtains. Oh, yeah. Apparently, you can't operate until they're in their teens. <laughs> um, but he's got a Wild West curtain, so it's oh. got cowboys and cactuses on uh, off off scene in. Uh, and you were quite the Mexico way, weren't you? Well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I ate cactus in a restaurant. Did you? Yeah. Oh, um, succulent? It was, it was actually succulent. No. That, that's the word I was reaching for. <laughs> really? What, you sound surprised. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks... Well, they're great, they're great nice holders. Food. They're great holders of moisture, of course. Mm. But hence them being called succulents. Yeah. Are they? Yes. Oh, are they? Yes. I did not know this. That's oh, how they do it. That's how they dwell in, in dry... Um, you know the theory that the camel's hump is... Um, he can live off its own hump. Oh, did you go to Camelback Mountain? I've always wanted to go there. No, I didn't go there. Oh. Is that where... Um... No, that's all right. <laughs> that's the other I, one, Frank. I'll tell you what I did do. I'm, I'm a, I am a fan of a, of a famous grave. Oh, yeah. Oh. You like that. And um, I, I visited the grave of um, rather exciting... Hold on a minute. Let's see if I can find uh, some suit. I visited, I visited the grave of... <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Excellent. Yes. Wow. The um, Friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a sort of a friend of the show. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. And we've spoken about the fact that he was buried in uh, full regalia. When yes. I say full regalia, I mean the white suit with the black um, bootlace tie. In a red and white. And um, I actually, I actually um, went to visit his grave, yeah, with a film crew. Did I tell you I'm doing a ten-part documentary about batter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. That's what I love about uh, Channel 5. They'll take the risks. on the radio. Frank, you said earlier you were doing a documentary on Batter, yes. Channel 5. Mm-hmm. Neil has been in touch to say, will your documentary be called Batter, The Devil You Know? <laughs> oh, <very good. laughs> that is fine work. Well, it is quite bad for you, so that would be fine. Thank you, Neil yes. Ambrose. Fine work. I've posted a picture of me at the Colonel's... Um, uh, grave, by the way, if you'd oh, like yeah. to see it, yeah. <laughs> on our um, on our thing. I'm doing um, Mr. Cod's grave next week. Mr. Cod's grave? No, Mr. Cod. Oh, OK. I'm going to his grave. I thought that was some it's part of... of the... Not Mr. Cod's grave. Sounds like the sort of thing that uh, Norman <laughs> Wizard... Mr. Cod's grave! I was thinking... Are you being served, kind of minor character? That. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, we um, have got a point of order, I'm afraid, Frank. 418 has texted, Frank Skinner just said cactuses instead of cacti. Yeah. That's true. But I always think people that use the Latin plural have been a bit... Yeah. But people who say tardi instead of tardises. Come on, guys. Join in. Join in with with English. Those people. Been the bane of my life, those people. (laughs) What, teachers? No, the people that say tardi instead of tardises. Can I just say Frank is a teacher or was a teacher? But you know, I like to think I'm still a teacher. 
Yeah. In <laughs> but many, in a more general sense. In many, in many ways. <laughs> so how was uh, America? Did you enjoy it? Um, well, I did Japan as well, where I'm doing the... Um, what the... The, the diminutive um, batter magnet, uh, tiny tempura. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> So desperate to get that in. Uh, it would be a good show, don't you think? The, grave, the graves of um, catering icons. <laughs> I'm here now at the graveside of um, Julie of Julie's Pantry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. Yes, I was. Uh, I was in. It was There's good. A big I, old plot that Greg's is going <laughs> to. Greg's going to have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was. I was. Uh, I had a lovely time. It's nice. Did you? One thing about America, it's very nice. That's you can quote me on that late review. I, I love that TripAdvisor <laughs> review. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was good. I stayed at a place called the O'Connor Lodge, so you can guess what kind of trip it was. Oh, I don't mm. think I've been there. No, what a surprise. <laughs> I Is don't... that one of those hotel coffee table books that you see? Like, yeah. It was... Fancy. Um, no, you see it in Edward Hopper painting. <laughs> it's one of those where your room opens onto the car park. Do you know what I mean? Those like motels. You know, I've always oh, cool. fantasised about staying in one of those, a bit like uh, Psycho. Like in a yeah. Coen Brothers yeah. film or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, did, I'm not sure that... Oh, it was a motel, wasn't it? No, yeah, it was motel. a motel. Bates Motel, darling. Of course. Of course. And um, so was it nice, the O'Connor Dome? <laughs> um... Well, you know, and it sort of grew on me, is what it did. Yes. Um, I, I like um, sleeping in a room where the heater is going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think you can, you know, eventually, it's like you become wrapped in the, uh, in the sound. Yeah. And at least you don't hear extraneous sounds of people next door and, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Don't want that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like... Well, I, we should say this is because Frank is man of the people. And he stays with the crew. No, it's because the BBC just don't have the money they used to. <laughs> right. Yeah. We have to be straight about that. <laughs> I had, um, of course, I had to go to the, uh, meant I had to go to the American Embassy to get uh, a, a visa. Oh, yeah. Not a visa. I don't think they, uh, I don't no. think that's published anymore. Oh, it's, it's quite a tricky operation these days. But it was... Um, Getting a visa. Yeah. I'll tell you what it was. Gather round for the adjective. It was Kafkaesque. Oh, was it? Oh, oh lovely. The red tape. Oh. Unbelievable. And there was lots of, um, you know, big flags. In I mean, embassy. I know it was an embassy. <laughs> I know, but what they, why are they there? Yeah, I think it's part of their shtick. It meant it? that it was very... Um, have you ever seen Judge Judy? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. There what were sort of people, animals do you think we are? People sitting next to big flags, which yeah, yeah. I, I found unsettling. Anyway, they said to me, I was having trouble filling in my form, and I, they said, I said, I'm trying it on my phone, it won't work. And they said, it doesn't always work on your phone. Um, can you, could you just nip out to um, an internet cafe? They said that. I said, do they still have those? <laughs> I nearly... No, such a, I nearly did, eh? <laughs> to the woman behind the counter. Do they still have those? No. Internet cafe? Oh, yeah, I see them sometimes. But they tend to be internet cafes slash phone shops. Yeah. Well, basically, you know those shops where you can buy phone covers? Oh, yeah. And then they just sell everything. With a tiger's face on. Yeah, so yeah. there's yeah. phone covers. Yes, we repair um, MacBook... Uh -huh. And yes, you can use the computer. Or that's what those shops are. What, I'm you talking about a cyber cafe. Yeah, you might have one if it's, it's not next called to cyber, Frank. A 300 bed hostel. 
Nobody else is using an internet. Oh, we just sent out to go and find one. Really? At I mean, your no. time of life, you're not. Oh, no, exactly. Sounds an old, an old guy. Like scenes, me. as I believe the youth said. Scenes. Yeah, absolute <laughs> scenes. I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Oh, fine. You just call me next time. I know. I, well, I, well, I called my agent. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little another bit of advice. If anyone's ever in trouble, call your agent. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Can I just read? This is a bit unusual, Saturday morning television. Mm. Can I read you some of the inscription from uh, Colonel Sanders? Sure. Um, gravestone. It says, um, Colonel Harlan Sanders, founder of the Kentucky Fried Chicken Empire, <laughs> and his Lovely. beloved wife, Claudia, truly the Colonel's lady and co-worker in his enterprises. It's a lovely epitaph. Well, that's a lovely thing to that say about nice. someone. Yeah. What a guy. Not battered before you text in. <laughs> no. Just embalm like everyone else. <laughs> Don't get it. clever. <laughs> this is if this is something you have to explain to people I every day. Whenever people of think of the colonel, and yeah. they always think, I bet they bat. They didn't. <laughs> I think that's mainly a myth you thought about. Out there's time. a vault. There's a vault where they keep the um, the recipe to the uh, the mm. batter. What, like a safe or something? Some kind a of. A proper big vault. Not, yeah, How big a vault is the rest like a safe, I suppose. Seems yeah. big, though. It, it is big. There's 11 files of with, with the herbs and spices, each of the herbs and oh, spices. Wow. Oh. And apparently, there's only two executives um, from the company who know the recipe. It's like my age. So when it's yeah. made and mixed, <laughs> yeah. Two executives from Absolute Know, and that's it. Um, well. <laughs> Good luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they, uh, th- th- they're med- it's made by two separate um, companies, mixed and all that, so they don't, they don't know what each other are oh, doing. Right. So it's oh. a big secret. Oh, I like little things like that. Very exciting. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So me and um, me and Emily um, partied on down. We did on um, Monday night, was he? Yeah, Monday, Monday night. It's the new we big on a party night. Yeah, Mon- Monday night's the new Monday afternoon. It's been rebranded. When the clocks go forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you at a gathering? Was it a screening? Often you two socialise in theatre no, circles. A, it was a house party. House party. It no Ledmans. No. <laughs> No, um, he doesn't. I don't think he throws many parties. Not these days. Crinkly Bottom's not active these days. No. No, he doesn't either. He's at, he's at very astral nowadays. So, um, no. So I don't think he Well, does. he's moving to New Zealand, I believe. Is he? Is he? Mm. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. Good luck, everyone. Um, yes, yeah, so we went to... Can we say whose party it was? Yeah, sure. It was, it was Jimmy Carr's party. You went yeah. to Jimmy Carr's party? Yeah. And, uh, a Monday club. A Monday club. On yeah. A it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Jimmy Carr's um, house before. And um, as a host, he's he's very... Uh, he's an enthusiast. Yeah. He said to me when I arrived, don't just talk to people you've known for 10 years <laughs> that was his thing and then, then you the, went over to David Baddiel well I ended up with that or Emily that's when every time I went past I was talking to someone I've known 20 years I did speak to um, Rob Bryden who I've only known about eight years oh okay so that's fine I d- there was a lovely photo of you two I had he said to me the thing with old age Frank <laughs> 
you have to fight the temptation <laughs> to rest in it as if it's a warm bath. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love... You don't get enough wisdom. I buy that temptation. That sounds great. I actually love Bryden. (laughs) Oh, I love Bryden as well. I mean, he's a character. He is. Um... And he's very well groomed. Bride and groomed. Oh, very good. Oh, let's leave it. Let's just go to the news. I'm, I think I'm... I'm going to be all right. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. People have. People do. People will. (laughs) (laughs) Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. There's your options. Use them at your leisure. Or Steve Davis was in touch via Twitter. Steve Davis? Not Steve Davis, the ginger magician. No. Um, <laughs> Steve Davis was referring the to... The Romford robot. Yeah, a photograph of you we've just put up on Twitter. Okay. Right? Next to Colonel Saunders Memorial. Yes. And he says, nice overcoat, Frank. Can you recommend stylish, comfortable footwear for travelling and sightseeing? Keep it below £100. I mean, <laughs> I have never... I'm the fashion expert here. Yes, I know. But um, it seems you've stolen my crown. Mm. But... Uh... Are you wearing a pair of uh, desert boots in the in the said photo? No, that... uh, you can't see my shoes in oh, the right. photo. I do like the coat though. It's a nice. Is it Thanks. A it's, it's more like a car coat or a. Um... It's. I'd call it a Mac. I'm going that far. Would you go Mac? All right. Yeah. Right. Well, could you have a it's, think about? I don't this know if you should wear a big Mac when you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders' graveside, but there we are. Oh, come on. That really needed some sort of a jingle, Frank. I mean, that was extraordinary scenes. Okay, here's one for you. You're... I like it. I like it. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. Um, Anyway, Steve, he can't recommend anything right now. But uh, oh, what do you wise. wear, Frank, footwear-wise? Do you wear your desert boots? I wear quite a lot of... Um, what's the mod shop? Pretty green. No. Been going around for ages. Lambretta. Um, no. Um, <laughs> ben Sherman. Ben Sherman. Oh, ben Sherman, Sherman OK. They do a nice, sensible shoe. And in fact, that that's where I bought that Mac as well. Get oh. in there, son. <laughs> Yeah, I like the fact that he said it in a bit of a mod's father way as well. Yeah, Get in exactly. there, son. Yeah. <laughs> Dad in Quadrophenia. I would say under £100, if you've got time to break them in, a pair of Clark's uh, Originals, desert boots type thing. If it's a dry country that you're visiting, if it's a wet country, you're taking your life into your hands there because they're very slippy. I'd say in a mod job, under £100. OK. Well, I'm not going to recommend anything because I like the fact that you two are currently the fashion correspondent. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Menswear. We do menswear. Yeah. Simple oh. as that. Hi, David Gandhi. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so I'll tell you what, I did talk to someone I hadn't known for 10 years, never met before, a uh, Dynamo. Well, I've got a couple did of you? Dynamo anecdotes. I don't know where to start. Yeah, I don't want to steal your Dynamo Thunder. Well, I don't have any dy- Dynamo Thunder. Wouldn't be a bad name for a wrestler. Well, can I tell no, you why good. you were talking to Dynamo? Well, I was <clears> pestered. <throat> I was by happy. Me. I was happy to talk to him. Well, but my partner was pestered. Well, I'll tell him. you what happened, Al, with Dynamo. Mm-hmm. So, firstly, we saw Dynamo s- standing by a pillar, 
And then suddenly, oh, was all the lights yeah. went off <laughs> and then very okay. bright. And I turned round to him, in a bit of low-level comedy, and I said, now that's magic. Because <laughs> yeah. he'd lent against the light switch. Excellent. Accidentally. He, I believe it was accidental. It was a, and he went, I didn't mean to do it, it was a mistake. <laughs> he got quite concerned about oh, it. He was cute. a lovely chap. And then Frank's cast got absolutely obsessed and said, I want to meet him. I mean, I thought Strange Love Rival, but there you go. Kath <laughs> never wants to meet um, celebrities. She said, I really need to meet him. Can you go over? I said, I think we have to bring in Skinner. And I said, what's the thing? And she said, I think he goes to my gym. <laughs> Mm. So we went over and there was a long chat about him going to the gym and his partner going to the gym and what they thought about the trainer. He gave you a very gym. big hug. He gave you a hug? Did yes, he, he did. As he approached, he came, you went over to him, he said, excuse me, Dynamo, an extraordinary moment. Yeah. And he embraced you. It was lovely. Oh, I forgot for the, the embrace. rest of the night, people Hold on, where's you. my wristwatch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the embrace. Chapter seven. Frank no, he, he was, he was uh, as you say, a very, he didn't show me a trick as well. I was going to ask that. They always show you a trick. I've never met a magician before no. who doesn't show me a trick. They're well, always like pack of cards in their jeans pockets, guys. Always. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, there's no. Like, I met Tom Jones once. He didn't. Mm. He didn't say, uh, "Do you want a song? I do a song for you." <laughs> the young New Mexican puppeteer saw the people all lived in fear. Thought that maybe they'd listen to. I'm going to sing it now. A puppet telling them what to do. And so we got some string and he got some wood. Did some carving and he was good. I'm going to stop singing it now. <laughs> so, you know, why is it magician? Although, to be fair, now I come to think of it, Rob Brydon did tell me something that was in his current stand-up act. Did he? So, <laughs> so he did the trick, if I'm you like. I'm that. But no, he didn't. I met Dynamo, he didn't do a trick. Can you, Adam and Eve? No. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. If yeah. uh, if it's if it's fine to broadcast it, Jimmy Carr's parties have a reputation um, on the comedy circuit for having quite the cast list, don't they? They quite often have a real crew of celebrities. We're not allowed to know. Is, uh... I can give you a par. Shall I give you a par example? I can yeah, say yeah, yeah. Give us some. Frank there was, there was a, a double. There was a doubles pools game between Dynamo and his mate and um, Rachel Riley and Pasha from Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. There was a dispute about whether you can snooker someone off a foul shot, which obviously you can't. They asked me, I told them the law. Did very you? strictly. I was, oh, I nearly put my white gloves on. Oh, Absolutely. Very strictly. And, uh, nice pun, Frank. They weren't totally sure. Weren't totally yes. sure about mm. that. And they asked uh, Jamie Redknapp for a sort of casting. <laughs> Did they? That's what. That's what the en- environment was. At least like. they went to a sports guy. Exactly. But <laughs> yeah. you know, I know that you can't. You're supposed to establish these things, house rules, before you start. But I you agree. can't. You well, can't tell people anything. Frank did. You'll be delighted to hear. Uh, have a moment of. Bit of a gitter, bit of a git. Did he? Bit of a gittery. Did I? Well, it was very low level gittery. <laughs> well, this Frank. could get awkward. It was oh, very was low level gittery, but I liked it. I did like it. I feel tense. We were uh, you were asking for uh, some water, and the lady said, oh, "I don't have any." And Frank said, oh, "What about that sparkling water?" Yeah, sparkling water. He said, "What about that little can of Perry over there?" He pointed at the bar. He wasn't having it. She said, I'll go to another bar to get water. He said, no, hang on, hang on, what about that can there? <laughs> Pointed. She brought it over. It's empty. She shook it. He said, OK, OK. He said, what about that other can over there? <laughs> Pointed at another can of Perrier. 
She then brought it over. She said, "Okay, yeah, it's it's full. You can have." Yeah. He's, I've never seen anyone look so happy. His well, face. Just you know, what's the problem? <laughs> what was the problem with that? Just give me the can of Perry, and then you can move on. We can both move on. <laughs> anyway. That was that. You can tell this a crazy night I had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the look of triumph on your face. But it was very... I had a, I had a very nice time, Oh, well, good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, what else? That's my well, catchphrase. I'll tell you who we need to talk about this morning. One of my... Not a shouldn't but would, but a nearly but didn't of mine... <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Not, not Simon from Blue. No. Wasn't he my... one of your nearly but didn't? Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Was he? Yeah. He said, I don't see a ring, give me your digits. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, <laughs> what, what a lad. <laughs> hey, you got it. Oh, then I'm going to find a, jing- a suitable jingle. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone oh, wants man. to use that out there on any ladies, yeah. I'm having that, you know, go for it. Yeah. Didn't work for Cy, but, you know, them's the breaks. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. The Shaq. Yeah. Excellent. Who I, I should explain, I have I didn't have previous with him, but I met no. him at a party some time ago in my youth. And, and did your heart stand still? No, he expressed an interest. Did he? Yes. What did, uh, what did Shaquille <laughs> say? Hello down there. Well, I don't know, I was looking at his tummy button at the time. Well, I bet you were. But uh, he's seven foot one. I did remember that. Can I say I've uh, I have met Shaquille O'Neal myself. Well, them all. Good for yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jimmy Carr's party. <laughs> no, well, Jimmy Carr's party. I think was perhaps a bit. We, we, I don't know if people like us talking about celebrities being around, but when I met I met Shaquille O'Neal, I was with Adrian Childs, and we were in um, Bette Midler's dressing room in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, I met Shaquille O'Neal and I said, do you know the best way to the Alamo? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a hell of a directions from Shaquille O'Neal. Well, he didn't. that's, that's he didn't not... Know, didn't know the Alamo. Well, he knew the Alamo, obviously, but he didn't... Can right. I just say that's, to hire a that's car. not what he said to me, but that's another story. Well, yeah, no. we'd like to hear that. No. Well, he no. was interested in carrying on the party, not that, you know, and he invited me back. Oh. And I thought this maybe wasn't a good idea. Right. So I just. He thought- obviously thought you were a slam dunk. Frank <laughs> <laughs> Skinner on the radio. Uh, we were discussing um, Shaquille O'Neal's, um, let's say, pass, uh, Emily. Um, <laughs> I, it was. It wasn't a night's move. I mean, it was a straight. It was a straight pass. <laughs> he was going for the slam dunk, as Frank pointed out. Right. But he's um, he's made the papers this week by um, by. Possibly outing himself as a flat earther. I think this might be a thing in America now. You used to do a thing about two words that make any story believable are in America, and I yeah. think mm. I think that is like there's people there that believe that the Earth is not round. Shaq, to his credit, I think might have been joking. He said it's true. Have the you Earth listen, is Have flat. you actually listened to that bit of the yes, podcast? No. I have. Have you? Yeah. When I read it, I thought I bet he was joking. When I heard it, I thought, I don't think he's joking. Right. He sounds very serious about it. He sounds very... The way, you know when people say, oh, well, they tell you that. Mm. Oh, yeah, you've seen the pictures. In a very sort of a, you're naive, but they are sophisticated. Yeah. He's a bit like that. Well, I've heard him speak since then about it. He was actually on a podcast that I listen to occasionally. Okay. Up, and he said... Uh, 
I was joking. And he said, the thing you have to know about Shaq is that I'm 80% fun and 20% serious. That's... <laughs> Well, I wish, I'd, I wish I'd known guess. that on the night. I would have been in like Flynn. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was quite an interesting percentage. Yeah. Emily calls him the love shack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank David Bedeal's on the telly. Don't oh. say that. People Why? will switch off now and put David Bedeal on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I couldn't help. I was Just excited. Good. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, but you're criticising me, but you are both just watching it. Now. I'm not. I was okay, watching you I'm watching sorry. David Baddiel whilst watch we're David all doing Baddiel. radio. I'm not. I'm. I'm very. In- so that's interesting. We, well, we don't know now, do we? Because I say he, mm. he did a very convincing. Um, but he did. Yeah. He did. He said, uh, "I drive I from coast to coast, and it's flat to me," which seems like yeah. empirical evidence. That it? bit of it, I thought he was messing about a bit. But um, wasn't he doing that thing of "I was joking"? Isn't that a classic thing, though? I was just what, joking. when you say something. Yeah, silly. when you're actually a bit embarrassed. Like afterwards. that time that I said um, Descartes. <laughs> yeah, that was a laugh. But you, oh, we you, did right claim you, you did claim you were joking. Then. Did I? Don't well, think I so. called that breed of dog. Uh, Vi Mariner. Oh, yes, instead of Vi Marana. Oh. oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> the, these we have loved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Um, Good jokes. Is it, but what is it, Frank? I mean, is this... Um... He was asked about another sportsman who definitely d- did believe it was serious about the flat earth thing. I mean, in a way, it's brilliant. I would be so thrilled if they found out the earth was flat. It'd be just so great, wouldn't yeah. it? Do you think those people that are flat earthers just see cliffs and think, there's the edge? <laughs> that's it. Well, I don't know what they exactly think about the edge. That's what... Um, I don't mean the edge. <laughs> I was going to say, how long does it take him to put his hat on, Frank, in the morning? It, exactly. Do you reckon the edge from you too is a flat earther? <laughs> I hope is, so. it bi- is it a big bl- biblical thing, then? No. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> well, I, I was th- told it was. I don't think it, it was really established in the, in the... Oh, I understood it was. My apologies. Well, it might... I... I thing until you were able I suppose you looked at the moon and yeah. thought oh well that if that's like that yeah mm. he I, says we're, we're on slightly thin ice here um, I don't I don't know he it's says he truth. drives from coast to coast which is how he knows it's a long drive I did the Florida coast to, to coast California. I did the coast to coast walk with Kath once <laughs> but flat on the harebrained theories thing that you think are ridiculous, I have, mm. um, you know my theory that um, Catherine Jenkins is Lucifer's representative on Earth? Yes. yes. Well, I, well. Do, I do an art show on um, Sky called um, Portrait Artist of the Year. Yeah. And in the final of that show, one of the guys had to paint Catherine Jenkins. It's a commission piece. She didn't come in. Um, I mean, I had the holy water and everything around it. She didn't come in. <laughs> and... Um, he went and painted that, and you can look. It's on catch up. On the painting, there are two horns. She has horns. No, you can't get round it. Now it, <laughs> it seems it it might be the lights behind her, but it's very. It's a bit of a coincidence. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So. I you know I, I would be slow to shoot down any hairbrain theory on the strength of that. <laughs> I'm still convinced there might be something in it. You'll look back on this. Yeah. And, and say, so, gosh, she actually was Lucifer's representative on Earth. Who knew? <laughs> and I'll tell you who knew. Frank. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. I do empathise with Shaq and the other flat earthers, though. Yeah. I think sometimes when people say a science fact, it's very hard to get it. Do you know what I mean? Like when science people say, yes. oh, you actually see 
upside down. Your eyes see upside down, but your brain flips the picture around the right way. Is that right? That's what they reckon. And you go, that rubbish. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm not having that. That's what they reckon. And your blood in your veins is blue. It turns red on air contact with it. Well, how do we know that? Exactly, because you can see it in your veins. It looks blue. <laughs> if you look well, that could, be, that could oh. be anything. Yeah, I know. It's silly, isn't it? But right. science. I love these two blokes in the pub moments. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do we know that? You're round, mate. Yeah. You always say that when it's your round. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh... I, I, I would love to find out it's true, but there, seem, there does seem to be photographic evidence suggesting that um, it's a, a sphere. Yeah, but Shaq says, I mean, I appreciate I'm referring to him in a very intimate fashion, but Shaq says satellite really? imagery could be drawn and made up. Well, he knows all about spheres, of course. Well, he does. That's his, he does. That's his business. That was his chat-up line to me that night. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you could find a large <laughs> expanse of desert that had the word Spalding across it, yeah, or know. Wilson, you might be able to convince him. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can I tell you something? Do you remember many years ago I said I, you, someone texted in and said, "What's your ambitions?" And mine was to to appear in Doctor Who. Thus oh, yeah. started a slow trajectory towards that dream coming true. It's all, it's also an ambition of mine to uh, appear in an artist's impression. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, of a future building. Oh, I thought you were going to say, uh, not a courtroom sketch. So I, I don't want that coming true. No, I love a courtroom. I love a courtroom. <laughs> yeah, but I don't but want you to be in one, Frank. You understand. I would like a gallery of um, pastel people in court <laughs> and an artist's impressions of future shopping centres and stuff like that. Yeah. There's usually a man in, in the artist's impression who's carrying a briefcase. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'd like to be. There's a suggestion that business people will you be, could be that guy. Yes. around. And they have couples, lots of couples. The lady, the lady always has a little handbag as well. They often, their skirts, I notice, yes. tend to be sort of knee length. You rarely knee see or a mini or a maxi. No. Frank, knee length and slightly A-line, bit flirty, the skirt. A bit Kate Middleton, the women's clothes look. Yes. The, the women generally, there's, um, I, there's very little um, chronic obesity in an artist's impression. Probably I've never seen s- any. Probably trying to save on pastels for the next drop. Well, on. they don't always do past. I mean, that's that's the court people. Yeah. But if, if there's an architect who's in the midst of an artist's impression at the moment of a future building, give us a thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Pop you in there with your briefcase so that it doesn't look like you're just going for a random. Yeah, but he's not going to work. Like they're somewhere. trying to flog new properties, and Frank in his sort of overcoat with no, the plastic bag. Look, that overcoat's already, yeah. <laughs> I it's do like it, that. It's overcoat. got its admirers. The town. I'm calling it a Mac. Alex Skidmore has tweeted us to say, find someone that looks at you the way Frank looks at the Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good adage for life. If you, mm. if at every dating agency should have that as their screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Anyway, if Shaquille's wrong about the flat earth, I'm sure he'll hold his hand up. It was a basketball joke. Yeah, no, I got it. Hmm. You've got it internally. <laughs> <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal finally got his way. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank's got banana in his mouth. <laughs> no, no one would have picked up on that. Yes, they would have. I think they might have had a suspicion. Okay. Bit of French for you there. Mm. <laughs> no one would have picked up on that. I think they might. Ah, there you go, it's gone. It's history. 
characters. Banana history, one of my favourite strands. Um, another thing that Shaquille O'Neal said on that podcast that I heard him talk about is that he has a thing that he calls the panel, which are five trusted friends and family that keep him on the straight and narrow. Professor oh. Green said to me he doesn't trust anyone who's got more than four friends. Well, yeah. he has five. Well, three, might have said three. Oh, he has five on the then panel. He does, then we can officially say Professor Green doesn't trust Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder this is a flat earther. Yeah. Does he wear a flat earther kit? <clears throat> Carry on. The kit. Carry on. Very good. Uh, <laughs> But I thought that was interesting. Like the, these people, he, he just turns to them and he, mm. he talks about them. Like, yeah, I was talking to the panel. So and so's on the panel. Does he gather them together or speak to them separately? <clears throat> I'm oh, not sure. Maybe they do the odd conference call. I don't know. I'd just say, yeah, you're probably wondering why I've gathered you here tonight, <laughs> panel. It's interesting, You've though. Got a few things to sort out. Do you know five people you'd be happy to have on your panel? No, I think so. I'm thinking two, three, yeah. three max. I do. Max, I think... Max is one of them. Yeah. I've, <laughs> got, think... I've got three Max. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you'll get any, anything out of it. Sorry. Um, I think I have got five? an unofficial panel. I suppose we've all got a bit of a panel apart from, I know we get a lot of desperately lonely people listen to this show, but I think generally speaking... <laughs> Sorry, Carl. Just all right. driving Carl around. Who's listening now. I've, uh, I'm just going to yeah, listen I'll... to Frank Skinner. I'm just going to go for a drive. On the car radio. <laughs> Um, I've experienced loneliness. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, I, me too. I'll throw my hand. I, I like the idea of a sort of an official panel of yeah, friends. Yeah, me too. Well, but I've... I'd want them all in one route. I'd Outfit. Want, I'd like. <laughs> I'd like them to be, um, you know, at, at the same desk as a round were. table, like a big round. Well, table. Yeah, round table. Well, I there you go. King Arthur had a panel. He did, didn't he? With my panel, I go to them for different things. So, Frank, you cross a couple of things. You're on my panel. Okay. You would be matters of the heart and career advice. Mm. Two biggies, come on. He's <laughs> worked with them all. Yeah, yeah. Come on. He's Alan, a minister without portfolio. <clears throat> That's, no, sounds like I would bring Alan for... Minister without Fort Boyard. Anything related to exercise um, and cars. I'll say that. I'll say yeah. that. I think, yeah, I okay. can say that. Thank you. Who's on Shaquille's, did he say? <laughs> One of them's his mum, um, two uncles, and... Uh, oh, it's a family his, panel. I don't think I'd have agent any slash lawyer and what? another guy. Why wouldn't you have family on, Frank? I'd, um, I don't Keith, know. I bet he's got some good advice. Yeah. <laughs> strange sure pause has, But now that I don't drink anymore... Um, how to take on a yard of ale without getting it up your nose is not the kind of advice I need. Um, how to sleep rough without getting a dead leg. I don't need it in my life. Um, but I love him. I don't think you've got to just love a people you love, though. It's got to be people you, th you associate yeah, exactly. with wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. In uh, in other sporting news, Mario Marianne Marianne Fellaini's house is it's on the mark. It's not Marianne, is it? It's something. It's Mar. Um, what is it? Maruan? Or oh, you say it? Yeah. You say it. it is, I think it's Maruan. Don't you pronounce Maruan it? Maruan Fellaini or something. Fellaini. 
Fellaini, Manchester United footballer, <laughs> and uh, and he's got Big his hands up for sale. Big hair, that yeah. is what he's called. Yeah, he, he says in the article, <laughs> big-haired footballer. Yeah, well, <laughs> then you know immediately who because there but aren't many Afros in the it, Premier League. Must be a bit fair. upsetting for him though, because footballer is quite often like he preceded by. Oh, he knows it's his brand. He's as no, upset about... as Kim Kardashian is when when she gets publicity for her booty. What about, yeah. like, hard man footballer or talented footballer? But he gets big-haired footballer. <laughs> there's nothing... It's not... There's no cachet there, Bobby is Charlton would have killed for that. For big-haired. <laughs> <laughs> he would have sacrificed, like, much-loved, super-skilled or whatever it was for big-haired. Yeah. Well, that's the cross he has to bear. Clyde from the Hair Bear Bunch, same thing he had. Yeah. He was only known for his hair. Yeah. And you're... his belt without underwear. You're absolutely, absolutely right, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, and also, um, people ye- yelled, help, help, I think, whenever he was in the vicinity. Mr. <laughs> Which may, may also be true of Fellaini. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, I haven't had Fellaini for years. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. This is Frank Skinner hmm. um, on, uh, <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Where are you, love? <laughs> Go on, um, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I am. And I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran as well, if you want to know. <laughs> Did you know, as my son would say? You can text... Stop like aggressive start can, to this the, hour. Text the show on... I'm going to do it in one breath. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Oh, I don't know how these professional presenters do it, but what else do they do? Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We're talking about Fellaini... Big-haired footballer. Yes. And his house was is on the market, if anyone's interested. Hmm. Out there, 2.3 mil. Oh. Yeah. I imagine I'll he... give it thought. Is he one of those that lives in... What's that place all the... Is it West Derby? Oh, no, Old that's in Liverpool. Old Edge, Edge. Yeah, so I was getting my Liverpool and my Manchester mixed up. Which might well Apologies. be, because I think it says Cheshire Home. That's what they usually call oh, it in it? the papers, because they can't give out their address, can they? Well, Oops. I had a good nose. Doesn't he live at the Wonderland <laughs> Zoo anymore? <laughs> With Mr. Peasley. Was he Wonderland at the yeah. Wonderland Zoo? Oh, there are certain bears who... What was the... Mr. what? Mr. Peasley. Mr. Peasley. Ooh, the bears. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, Peasley, Peasley. Is that what it was? Yes. I think I might carry on. Anyway, I had a good nose online Still around do. this house. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> I like to have a little look around a footballer's crib. Yeah, just just do it online these days. Barbershop. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're not our man on the floor anymore. <laughs> those on the days are gone. On the uh, floor was a bit of a Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> on the ground, that's what I a, meant. That was a long night. Yeah. Um, he's got the standard footballer's paraphernalia, mm-hmm. and you know, I know, know. I know of whereof I speak. Yeah. Um, there's the table tennis table. Oh, Always the table tennis. They'd I used sport. to have one of those. Did Me you? and my friend used to play with our shirts off in darkness. <laughs> we used to have Woman we in had love. it lit. We had it lit outside. It's a very <laughs> low rent uh, broke back mountain. The um, the worst generation <laughs> version of the uh, the fight in Women in Love. We used to play till like eleven, you know, midnight outside with oh. um it was outdoor. Outdoor. Oh yeah. got you. Got you. This yeah. is in the in the warm weather. Extraordinary story. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, I like a bit of. uh, I know they don't like it. I like a bit of ping pong. I've said it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he's got the table tennis and the leather sofas. 
Yeah. In the, no way. Yeah. Monochrome. So he loves a leather sofa. No they're way. This, and, and they're the sort of sofas. They're leather. And I appreciate I went into a lot of detail here, but this matters to me. Leather with a bit of fabric. Oh, yeah. The sort of sofas you used to see in the Sincerely Hope to See You All in Courts days. <laughs> Haven't seen them since then. Oh, yeah. Like a sort of... The court sales yeah. used to be done by um, yes. Bruce Forsyth, the adverts. Yeah. Birmingham in the 80s, I do not remember these sofas. Um, Silencing courts, he used to say. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway, most stunning of all, of course, is the hairdressing salon that He's Fellaini got a has. Salon in He's his got a home. salon with the red leather chairs, uh-huh. some 80s, what well, looks like Athena artwork on the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fabulous. It is. Does it have a name? No, I don't. Oh, uh, what is Barbershop? <laughs> Fellaini's Barbers. I, See, I, looked it's a, at all I bet that. it's not a barber's. I looked at all that stuff and thought, that'll be in the skip as soon as this house purchase has yeah. gone through. Because <laughs> somebody's going to buy it, rip it out and turn it into a different room. <laughs> well, I often wondered what happened to my West Bromwich Albion bathroom in my <laughs> previous house. <laughs> I, I had broad blue and white stripe with tiles. And then I actually... You didn't? Uh, yes. Not I, in that beautiful house. In the one in uh, England's Lane? Yes. And I oh. had a... Um, <laughs> I commissioned a... Um, I think it was something like 14 inches by 14 inches West Bromwich Albion badge in tiling material which was on the wall in there they don't already just make one of those no funnily enough I I went in two different tiling shops and couldn't get one (laughs) odd yeah yeah so I I, I often wonder if the bloke ripped that out well, it depends who bought it. The trouble is, I imagine that if you was to put a hairdryer on um, Fellaini, that all his hair Alex would... Ferguson? I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, he missed him, unfortunately. <laughs> I reckon it would blow all his hair out and little Fellaini's would grow all over oh, the yeah. garden. Like, sp- like spiders, Frank. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the look of it. What well, I'm thinking dandelion. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Frank... We love talking about tea on this show. Do well, we? well, I love talking about it. I love drinking it. I'm drinking it as we speak. The only yep. thing I'm not so keen on is making it, if I'm honest. Oh. But I will do it if I have to. Luckily, you live in an age where <laughs> that's not forced upon you anymore. Well, Gemma Collins once, on an episode of Celebrity Big Brother, said, honestly, love, you make someone a cup of tea, it's like you're giving them a thousand pound. In that's what true? respect? Well, just that it's an act of generosity towards someone and people are so grateful for a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, that is nice. I find them more grateful if you give them a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you tested this theory already. I have as well. <laughs> well, when Sarah makes our tea, it lifts my morning. Thank you. Uh, but have you seen this? Lift me up. <laughs> he was always such a Jerry fan. Yes. It was always your favourite, Frank, wasn't it? Anyway. No, that's... that's- Lord Haw Haw, you're thinking of. Oh, he I was like a big that. Jerry fan. Yeah, I, get, I like Anyway, that. carry on. Okay. I should have laughed externally, but <laughs> no, apologies yeah, for right. not. That's fine. Anyway, this mind. character, William Gorman, who's chairman of the Tea and Infusions Association. But what a job that is. <laughs> tea yeah. guru, according to I the. I wonder uh, what yeah. the yeah. other infusions he deals with that aren't tea. Uh, Good point. Lavender. Lavender infusion. He likes a bath. He loves a soak. <laughs> Would that still class as an infusion? Wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know, but I like that you looked at me, to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course I As the infusions well, well, expert. Well, I associate lavender with the elderly, so I wouldn't be too complimented. Well, I associate it with Ian. 
who's something of a friend of, of a show. Oh, we and Lavender. Yeah. Anyway, he... play, I'm playing I'm Still Standing for him this morning. <laughs> I think he's the last of the Dad's Army cast, isn't he? I say I'm still standing. Well, he's we, 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 he's we, not we, still standing. We saw him on his knees <laughs> yeah. outside a local cafe. It's a different story. It's another story. Celebrity fall. Anyway, <laughs> well, this William Gorman character has been warning about how boiling the same water more than once removes the oxygen and nitrogen and gets a really bad cup of tea. So it's about sort of tea-making advice. He Who says that's knew? the worst thing you can do. What, to reboil the kettle? Well... I've I got... don't know if it's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in life. He needs to read the rest Does of the paper. Does he pass me any newspaper and I'll disprove <laughs> In that. terms There'll of tea-making, tea-making etiquette, apparently that's a big no-no. Now, I was confused when I read this because what is he talking about? Is he talking about pouring boiling water into an already existing cup of tea? No. No, I think he's, he's talking, talking about boiling water in the kettle and then yeah. it goes cold and then you boil it up again. Yeah. Oh, I it's, see. It's okay. re-boiling the same water. Right, so it has to be the fresh water. Frank has just described about 70% of the tea I drink at home. I, yeah. I, I well, I think most people, you, you don't, you don't come back. drain the kettle. No. no, I always have something sloshing about in there. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, it's. I mean, I can't. uh, It's too impractical to carry this out. It does make me think if I didn't do it, you know, occasionally you have a cup of tea and you think that was a really (laughs) nice cup of tea. If if I went back through my journal, yeah, would I? You know, my tea journal. Yeah, would I find out that they were always ones when the kettle was completely empty and I've I've filled it up? Don't you now favour the clear kettle? I do. So that means that would encourage me to empty it more, I think. No, I don't think it does. You just think there's an, you just look at it and think, yeah, it's a cop in there. <laughs> right. Back on again. So is the joy of the clear kettle that you never have that moment when you lift the kettle, you know, when you think that there's quite a lot of water in it, yeah. but you mm. just check, but you quite violently lift up what turns out to be an empty kettle and it goes, whoa. What? Oh, I've done that. Is, that huh? very, yes. is, what, is this the most specific observation I've ever done no. in my comedy career? The jerky <laughs> kettle move is... Oh, good. The struggle, think, the struggle is real. I think there may be only you and I on, on yeah, Earth. Yeah, the thing is, that. at my age, I'm doing it for the other reason. I don't want to pick up a full kettle and then be backing. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. We've had various texts about um, about our tea conversation. Uh, Jez has texted us, my oh, kettle yeah. has an app, so I can now see how full it is on my phone. Yeah, that's made up. It's not finished yet, and turn it on. How did I manage before? That's from Jez. Right. How did he manage before? I mean, this is called the Internet of Things, isn't it? That's what they're talking about when when your kettle is on the Internet. And it's, com- it's communicating. I've the you. Internet of Things before. You haven't heard of the Internet I, of Things. I, I like it. The Internet of Things. It's like, like your, the basket of deplorables. Your, your, <laughs> your car is probably on the Internet, isn't it? Like, yeah, you can. Yeah. You can text my car with Amazing. a with a um, a destination for its uh, Internet of Things. That's what it's called. It's a it's a mm. it's but a modern. I don't know about you. Thing. If I text someone, they don't text me back. That's the last text they ever get from me. <laughs> Frank, that's so intolerant. <laughs> yeah, and your point is... Well, one of his things which um, surprised me is he, he says the milk should go in last. I'm with him on that. Yeah, me too, of course. What do you mean oh, no. I'm with him on that? Any civilised being? I've always, always put the milk in first. That's what I was taught. That's well, what 
proper tea making is. Two things, you're ruining the tea bag and sometimes you might have too much milk in How do you know I'm using right? the tea bag? Oh, okay. Uh, you know, because when you assume, you make an ass of you and me. <laughs> oh, God. Apparently. I'm um, not... I mean, how can I put this? You're, I mean... Your dad did advise that you should carry salt in your pocket. Well, my, so this was the advice you were brought up with. I'll, did I'll he also you, tell you to put the milk in first? Two pieces of tea-making advice yeah. my mother gave. Oh, go on. One was don't put a hot um, <laughs> tea bag in the bin or you'll set the bin on fire. <laughs> and the other one was uh, whenever people came round, she'd give them a cup of tea and say, do you take sugar? Mm. And they'd say, if they said no, she'd say, oh, well, don't stir it then. <laughs> Because she that. put two sugars in every cup of tea she ever made. Oh, Brilliant. did she? I like that. Terrible waste of sugar. People in the third world, etc., etc. Yes. Yeah. Do you give the tea bag a squeeze? Yes. Oh, good. Me too. But can I, I say? Like... I tell you what. I, do, I answer I give the question, it, please. You're winning. Quite a gentle <laughs> squeeze, but I don't like it when somebody else makes me a tea and they really, <laughs> you know, some people really violently jam it up against the oh, wall no, of the I mug. I think it might squish, squish, squish. Oh, I don't get... jam it against the wall of the mug. I do it with thumb and forefinger. Oh, do oh, you? No, it's too hot. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> well, do you wear a, a, a falconry gauntlet? I love heat, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you want to be careful Ma- of that. Marigold, if you, are, if you must you, ask. You put a marigold on? No, I use my naked fingers. That is disgusting. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm immaculate. I, think, well, you know, I see no ring. Give us your digit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squeeze the tea bag. Do you oh. ever forget that... Um, I don't know what causes this, but I don't like it. Occasionally, and I, and I, I can't... Again, I'll go through my tea journal, but I can't yeah. find a, 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 a common denominator. Yeah. Every now and again, I make a, a cup of tea, and on the surface of it, in a darker brown than the tea, <laughs> is a small map of the Norfolk Broads. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where you're that? going wrong. That film that sort of sits on the top that's of the tea. when you leave the bag in for too long. Oh my wife! Okay, so about what that. I do is I've I've counted. I'm I'm really quite mathematical about this. It's about eighteen times, swish swish to each side, about sixteen swishes, and then two squeezes. You will never get a Norfolk broad map again. But what about letting it just? I let it just sit in there. For well, a that's bit. why you've got your map. <laughs> Sounds like hard work. Your <laughs> Joe Swish. I'm going to call you <laughs> from now on. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. It's an apple this time. Um, Frank was eating a banana previously during the show. How can that happen? I just forget. It's almost like you forget. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've had a text from Stu. Frank, my pedantic ex demanded the kettle be emptied after every use as apparently leaving the water in causes the lime scale to form. Is that right? That's I'm glad that we've had something about tea from Stu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let us not forget... Like a baby without a pram Burning without a tram Where would we be without tea? We'd be going oh, for a coffee. Gilbert. <laughs> Is the answer. Magnificent Gilbert O'Sullivan on tea. Mm. Um... Well, I the, the feature I read about this includes something I wasn't aware of. And um, I used to read a lot of George Orwell. I think there's one George Orwell novel I haven't read. Or I once, um, when I was teaching, 
Mm. I had a class of 20 17-year-old girls. And in, it was GCSE, and you could teach, you could choose the book. So I chose Homage to um, Catalonia, mm-hmm. which is all well, well. That went down well. Yeah, they hated it. <laughs> they absolutely hated it. It was George Orwell's non-fiction account of um, the Spanish Civil War. <laughs> one girl I remember, and one about the second class on it, stood up came right up to the desk, stared at me for about five, six seconds and then just walked, stormed out. <laughs> Did she? She sounds like my spirit animal. Um, so, um, so I've, you know, I've, 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 I've been, um, I've been through hell with George Orwell. Mm. Still, I, in the end, it was so unpleasant. I think that class was what finished me off with teaching. Right. Really? That, that and the incident. Oh, it's a very dark. An incident with the college goat I can't discuss on air. <laughs> oh, I know about that college goat story. And, it's um, awful. In the end, I had to leave leave the uh, college and uh, become a very successful comedian. <laughs> yes. So, as they say, all well that ends well. Oh, <laughs> lovely. But he wrote a description of how to make tea, which I wasn't aware of. I oh, George Orwell did, yeah. And it said, George Orwell said, put the milk in last. And I thought, you know what? If George Orwell says it, yes. I'm going to go. So since I've read that article, which I think was um, Friday morning, every cup of tea I've made, I have since put the milk in Orwellian? last. Have you gone Orwellian? I have. I've, I've gone uh, completely <laughs> Orwellian on the tea just, front. Just for anybody who's not encountered the phrase Orwellian before, don't think that's what that always means. No. That's how to make tea. Do you tea. think that's what that means? Because you might embarrass yourself. To... That would be great. No, it's... Um, you know, well, so I'm sticking with George Orwell. I mean, you know, face it, I've made a few quid out of his um, Room 101 concept. Exactly, yeah. He's done me proud. Well, 426 says, Morning, gang, the milk was always put in first to stop china cups from cracking when putting in the water. There you go. A fellow the tea lover. Those days are gone. I didn't like... Um, there's a mention of Orwell in the, uh, in the article that I saw, um, and it said... You know the uh, the tea guru, Mr. Gorman. Yeah. It says extraordinarily, Mr. Gorman advocates something which, had they been invented, Orwell would surely have balked at, using a microwave to make tea. I don't like them foisting an, a strident opinion on well, microwaves I, I onto George Orwell. I'm afraid Orwell. I have to well, agree. He wasn't short of strident opinions. Why necessarily would he have hated microwaves? It's a good question. Well, I, I agree with you. He didn't see them coming. There's none of them in 1984. They're hanging around for ages, <laughs> making a, warming a pie in 1984. I um, Actually, did they have microwaves in 1984? I mean, Just not in about, the I think. In the year. 20 minutes to book. go. Now we've got a text in. Did they have microwaves to go? <laughs> I, love that, I love that so solid, Crusoe. Sorry. Um... Well, I, I, I hate to say I told you so. Like, what, most people, like most people, I actually love to say I told you so. <laughs> yeah. uh, another can of Perrier over there. I said on this show a few weeks ago that I microwaved uh, tea. And I almost vomited. Yeah, yeah and, I was and disgusted. I, I was shot down in flames. Yeah, and, and, and you're still shot down in flames. Well, I'm on the side of the man who's the head of the tea and oh, sorry. infusion society. I'll, I'll stick with George Orwell. What, he couldn't have an opinion, could he, on microwaves? He wouldn't have liked them. No. Look, I would say... How did he feel about Sky Plus? 90% <laughs> of people in this country have microwaves <laughs> and uh, apparently only 30% of Italians do. I think that says it all. 
But well, because they know I'm about food. Sure it's That's say like... that about cold sauce. They drink, they drink more coffee. I don't think I've ever it. seen an Italian with a cold sauce. <laughs> Me neither. There you go. If there's any Italians um, listening, Can I ask about the microwaves? Sauce, this link, this link what do you great use the microwaves for? <laughs> other than warming up tea. What do I use them for? Yeah. Um, processed food. No, I don't eat much processed well, food. Well, then what's it for? I use them for uh, the first 95% of a baked potato okay. or all 100% of a baked potato. Yeah, but that, a baked potato is a big job in a microwave. Well, this is good. Yeah. I want to learn. And I don't like the way that they, they form their own coaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know that really hard, sinuous base that you get on a... Uh, Oh, on, on a potato. I like it. It sort of forms its own backbone. Yeah, I sort of eat it. I eat it off the base. <laughs> but then I, yeah. I don't know what to do with the uh, the sinuous hard base. I yeah. could use it as, a, as, a, as an organic coaster. And yeah. I also but, use it um, for reheating leftovers. Okay. And well, look, maybe majority of my you might win me round. Leftovers. I'm not saying I can't be one round. Well, I, um, I noticed that um, David Tennant on um, Broadchurch, Broadchurch 3, did exactly that. He also put his tea in a microwave. Oh, did he? And he was shot down in flames by Olivia Coleman. Oh, was So he? I'm happy to be in the same <laughs> Venn diagram as David Tennant and the boss of the Tea and Infusions um, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm with uh, Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Thank you. So, you know, we've, we've picked our sides. <laughs> Oh, it's like it's like when I was in the uh, opposite knot society. Now we're going to, um, I think we're going to uh, recreate the Battle of Marston Moor. <laughs> Gather round. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. There's been an accusation lobbed your way. What again? You've been accused of lying. What? Okay, so eight five three, Frank dot dot dot. Oh, I love the Passag. Dot, a good dot, start, dot. is it? A little suspicious of your American embassy story. Mm-hmm. Frank told a story earlier, uh, in case you weren't listening yep. about it. Oh, I sent to a cyber cafe, yes. <laughs> Every time I've been in there, you are not allowed to take any phones or devices inside. How come you had your phone on you and were filling out the form online inside the embassy? Three question marks to yeah. highlight the suspicion. Not one when, of the most catchy you, Agatha Christie novels, when but there did you go. Last, when did you last go there? The <clears throat> Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has just been a few weeks ago, and you have to put your your um, in, your phone into a plastic bag to get through the initial thing, and then it's handed back to you. There were several people trying to uh, fill in their form on their phones. Right. So, you know, thanks for contributing, but... Um, Wrong. <laughs> Found the American embassy. Do they do Saturdays? Do you think they will? No. It's all right, I'm happy. You know, we're all different. I love do they do Saturdays. I, no, I, I, you'd be, I, I, I tell the truth. I'm a big fan of telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about that? Champion about of that it. about that for a statement? I'd go so far as champion of it. I think, you know, we're back, going back to the tea. Yeah. Um, you know, you remember tea? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to press his jingle I'm trying to press the jingle but And it doesn't ever, work As ever Well why finger. don't you do an Not approximation of what He's gone off the idea now Oh don't sulk Well I'm He's had a, ta- oh. he's had a don't, ma- don't ask much do He's me. had a mayor of a last link He's right, had that incident last link as well. oh, Over I've the visa I've been called a liar <laughs> Yeah <laughs> 
I mean, for I, what it's worth, I believed your American embassy story. Is, not, is it so outrageous a story? No, I believed it. I mean, I think if it was a lie, it would be a poor one, wouldn't and it? And I think 853 I mean, why would you bother? It was, was a, actually, it was a good I, story. I, I don't think it's your best. Why I sat in there waiting, I was reading um, Herodotus's um, <laughs> history, Greek history, on, my, on an app. How did I do that if I had um, my phone in? Good point. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> There's the proof. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Just when I phoned out Keith and told him I'd won the Perrier Award, did I tell you that? What, well, what did you say? There's another. There's another can of it over there. I said I've won the Perrier Award. He said, "What's that?" I said, "It's you know, it's a big, big, massive comedy award. This mm. is in '91." And he said, "Oh, right. But what Perrier?" I said, "It's like a bottled water. <laughs> a bottled water." He said, "Bottled water." I said, yeah, bottle, you know, you buy a bottle of water. He said, how much they charge for that? I said, this is not why I called. <laughs> I, I, didn't call I didn't call to talk about the ridiculousness of bottled water. I've won an award. <laughs> anyway, I, um, I think the reason I put the milk in first for all those years is a bit like on those rare occasions when I've reversed into a parking space on a car park. So I'm pointing outwards and I walk oh, away yes. thinking, well, that's all the hard work done yeah. now. Right. When yeah. I come back, it's straightforward. And when you put the milk in first, you just put water yeah. in and you can relax. Lovely. But from now on, I'm sticking with George Orwell. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for listening this morning. Can I say before we go that our producer, Charlie, leaves today. Oh. And she will be sorely missed. We love her very much. And she has been fantastic company and a rock <laughs> to me, an absolute rock. Unfortunately, it's been in my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's been magnificent. We will miss her very much. So um, I know that you don't care about this at home, but we're, we're sending her away with great love. And um, yeah, yeah. Totes emotion. Totes emotion, as they say. So, um, yes, thanks for listening. Um, okay, bring on the feathers. Hear the Frank Skinner show as it happens, Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East.